Kachum, Kachum, well, it's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And some notion on the grand desire, some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some inside these special walls, cause all I see around me is big love bursting out of every seam. As days go by, it's a different look of the family. Welcome, everyone, to Strawberry Cough Podcast. Today, with us, we have a man that almost needs no introduction. I say almost because he likes to hear himself praised. Ladies and gentlemen, he has been on Comedy Central's show, Adam Devine's House Party. You can catch him on Amazon in a new film called Solo Project. Please welcome Matt Wayne, everybody. Hey! Yeah. And that's where applause will go in because you deserve it. Thank you. I'm holding my microphone up because you're holding your microphone up. <laughs> I should probably put it further down. Hopefully I can still be heard. I believe that these, I can. Uh, these, in the age that we're in with comedy, it's fun to do these shows because you get this microphone in front of you and you get to sit down and you feel like Larry King. You're just kind of <laughs> talking into a thing. You've got space behind you. It looks great. I do. I don't like showing people where I live. It's either A, because I'm ashamed, or B, because I'm private. You choose. I understand. Um, I understand. I do hope that people can see my Squidbillies That shirt. is a cool Squidbillies shirt. I love this show, and I like going to the gym in it, uh, but people will often stare at me, and I don't love that. Uh, do you like being paid attention to, Matt? Uh, no, I don't, which is very strange for anyone who does comedy to say, because... That's what it is. That comedy is like, hey, I thought of this. Tell me how great it is. Look at me, laugh at me, clap. But then when someone's like, let's get a, kind of, you know, when you do a show and there's like a photographer and they're like, can we just, we'll take some pictures. And then like, I get there and they're like, all right, now do something. And you're like, <laughs> I never know what to do in those picture situations. I try to make a face or hold a beer up and it just never, it never does anything cool. I always do the same stupid smile, but for some reason I hold my mouth open. No, I do the same thing because my whole life I've never mastered the teeth smile. Like people have, like, like I don't know, like it like pushes your cheeks up and it like, and then you could like blue steel it where you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I got, I always end up, yeah, like kind of a shocked face, like, like you're pointing at something. Right. But I do think that you pull it off, like even right now, so stoic, you're, you're almost like a young Fuck, who's the dude? What's his name? You sound like my dad. <laughs> From who's the guy? <laughs> Dates the blonde. Our boy. He was in the flick. We loved it. The Big Lebowski. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, um... I fuck, I, now I don't... Bridges, Bridges. The Bridges Jeff guy. Bridges, boom. Jeff Bridges. The wonderful, the best Bridges. There's hey, Bo hey. Bridges. No one gives a shit about that guy. Not since 1997 we haven't. No, give off a very dudeish vibe. Now, hey, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that, baby. In the spirit of that, 
I want to delve deep. Um, I know that you're a Buffalo Bills fan. Yes, big time. Would you care to give us a history of how you became one? Sure. I mean, uh, I had the fortunate luck of being born in Buffalo. I love Buffalo. I was born in Buffalo. And I I was born in a time that really synced up well because I was born in 81. And then from the early 90s, the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls. Lost them all. (laughs) You know what I mean? That sucks. But in Buffalo, there's not much... There is much. There is much now, but back then it was just like Sabers, Bills. This is what we have when they're on. This is what we love. So Bills was always every Sunday. You know what I mean? Like let's all get together. Let's all scream, and you know watch the adults like fuck. You know stuff. (laughs) Bullshit. Made it to four Super Bowls and didn't win. You heard a lot. Yeah, and then uh, but then when you're you know when you're I think I was. 10 or so maybe nine going on 10 when they went to their first super bowl so when you're a little boy you're like my favorite football team goes to the super bowl every year they lose it but they go every year and maybe next year will be the year and then so yeah i just became obsessed with the bills fan uh with the bills fan with the bills (laughs) and then you know we just became like an underdog story and then in high school i was like a punk rock dude so i always kind of liked the like you know, oh, it's like, this, you know, this, we're under the radar, the Buffalo Bills now. No one gives a shit about yeah. us. We're cool. <laughs> and how does it feel? Let me just say that I became a New York Giants fan in Virginia in 1991. Um, that was the year you beat the Bills. It was. And for some reason, I just latched on to the Giants. The next year, the Redskins won. Hey, 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 hey. That is the Washington Football Club, my friend. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. Until they actually pick a name because they're being <laughs> stubborn. Uh, they are the Washington football team, and they won in 92. Against the Bills. Oxford. So, oh God, I'm so sorry. And when they won, I watched every, I want to say I was in second or third grade, or around me become a Washington football team fan. I was like, nah, man, I'm not jumping. Didn't even know about bandwagon fans, but I was like, no, I just became a Good fan. Good for you, man. Thank you. That's, you know, that's interesting because, you know, we, we, we have a, a common friend, George Gordon, you know. Yeah. Also a Virginia guy. And, you know, the Ravens did not exist back then. The, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, I guess, which is also around there. So D.C. is really all you had, right? It is, but I hate to look at it that way because everybody was like, why would you be a fan And I'm like, well, just because I'm near, because I didn't live in D.C., but I'm like, just because I'm near that team, nearest, doesn't mean I have to be a fan. They suck. Now, they did just win, but we know what happened after. I don't think you have to be just because you're closest. However, if I lived in D.C., I would definitely be a Washington football team. Sure, sure, sure. If you could name the team anything, I know this is your podcast, you ask the questions. (laughs) But if you could name that football team something right now, anything you want, what would you call that team? I would probably just call them the presidents. The Washington presidents. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I feel like it's not offensive. It's easy because I know the Senators were a team in a league that I can't remember right now. They were a baseball team. Right. Before the Nationals. Yeah. So let's just keep it there because that's all anybody really knows DC for anyway. Um... However, I said all that to ask you, how do you feel right now? They haven't won, you know, anything huge yet, 
But the Bills are not even arguably one of the best teams in the league right now. Yeah, um, it's tough because as a Bills fan, when you turn on the NFL Network, you turn on ESPN, and people are like, Josh Allen, MVP, you know, uh, ah, the Bills, the Bills, the fucking Bills. They don't say the fucking Bills, but... (laughs) They should. The more the more media attention they get, the more I like sink in my seat. Where I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, it's like Blink One Eighty Two signing to a major label. You're like, now everybody's gonna fucking like this band. Oh, you remember the '90s too, TRL. Yeah, but also I just know that the Bills ultimately. I hate to say this, and maybe this year will be different. Will disappoint. And but this season's so weird with COVID. Every team is Jekyll Hyde, right? You don't know who's showing up. I mean, look at the Titans. They lost last night to the Colts. Ugh. <laughs> and they were like the best team in the AFC. We got trounced by them. That stiff arm. We'll never hear the end of it. But um, I like the bill. I like, I'm excited about this weekend against the Cardinals. I'm very excited. I love Josh Allen. I love that we have Stephon Diggs. I love that we have an identity. Um, but you, it just we, we don't know where it's going. You guys have begun something to talk about. I'm not going to totally blow smoke up your ass here. Oh, please. Uh, I didn't think anything of the Bills two years ago. And I've been aware of them. One of my best friends, his family are Bills people. And they were a joke amongst our friends. Sure. But there isn't too much to joke about. And as much as I do love Stefan Diggs, I have him in my fantasy. Josh Allen is just... A beast, the kind of beast that you deserve. Well, thank you. And I'm glad to hear someone say that because for so long, I feel like people just hate Josh Allen. They really do. They don't like Josh Allen. They're like, yeah, but he's, he makes dumb decisions and he doesn't, you know, he holds onto the ball too long. He tries to do too much. And it's like, what does this fucking guy have to do to right? earn your respect? He is a baller. The whole team loves him. Also, it's when you watch sports and you see uh, a 23 year old command the respect of some of these guys who've been like, you know, this guy's a kid. He's playing like a veteran. Yeah. He's not small. He's not small. He's a big, dumb animal. Right. It's like if Ben Roethlisberger was three times as fast and often, like he knew he was that fast. I didn't follow girls into the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Those last points that Matt made, very true. We don't support (laughs) right here. Um, <laughs> even though everybody seems to have forgotten. Hey, man, Big Ben found Christ, and that's all that matters. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, now, sticking with that, we're not a sports podcast, but I did want to ask you. You're making me wish this was a sports podcast. <laughs> so I, fun. If I knew more about sports, it would be. But I can't talk intelligently for too long before I feel like I'm either going to say something, I have no idea what I'm talking about, or have to apologize for an opinion. But having said that, when do you think that like women will actually get to play football? Oh, that's a great question. Hopefully soon. I mean, you see some female athletes and you're like, God damn, you know what I mean? Like, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? I don't know if you have to sign a waiver or whatever, but <laughs> it's, I just don't know. I don't know if it could happen. Maybe a kicker. I'm not trying to. No, no, that's what I thought. But like, like you, I mean, are you really telling me you, I'm all for women's rights, and I would love to see if if there was a female athlete who was like, I'm I'm a wide receiver and I'm the shit. Put me out there, but then you know she's going over the middle of the field and gets lit up. <laughs> it would be nasty, you know, mouthpiece in the air and just a pile of 
of human, I I don't know. I just and then I'm like, it's like you know, ooh. I mean, you see guys getting hit, and you're like, wow, oh god. So why is it okay for guys to get destroyed now? I asked that, but no, nobody wants to see a woman wrecked and carted off the field, but we're okay with guys it's getting true. carted off the field. At least yeah, I guess there's like a whole thing. It's like, it's complicit. They, you know, they signed up to do this and they're getting paid millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I say let the women in. I just don't think America and the NFL will ever, I mean, look how long it took them to realize the Kaepernick situation was fucked. Now, when it was in vogue to say it, they're like, oh my God, we should have listened. We should have listened to Colin. Are you gonna give him a job? No, no, we got Blaine Gabbert a job though, and uh, Mike Glennon, a couple of losers. Don't worry. Okay, and a continuation of that question, because there is a lot of debate over trans people in sport. A trans woman can play in the NFL, right? I think so. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, I think no matter who it is, whether it's a woman, trans, non-binary, whatever you want to say, it's all optics, right? If you, if what you see on tape, if, if that person showed up to the combine or showed up to a tryout and was just blowing people away, suit them up. Right. Becky's fucking cooking. Yeah. Never play. I mean, look at Antonio Brown. This guy is an accused rapist and he abuses movers, which hits home with me as a, as a <laughs> mover myself, former mover. Hopefully I'll move again someday. I oh. mean, this guy, how many chances does he get? You know, like. He's gotten a lot. He's gotten a lot. And he was wild in 2019, perhaps before then as well. But last year, every headline that had his name in had something good in the article. Good in sensationalism, bad, bad. Right, like good like juicy. But yeah. it was definitely bad like a sandwich you shouldn't eat or meat. Yeah, been in your exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to hop off football. And it feels weird to go to superheroes right after, but bear with me. Okay. Uh, are you a fan of like comic books? Uh, I never got super into comic books, but it's one of those things where like, I wish I would have because it seems like cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like I never went all in on the Beastie Boys, but I always yeah. thought they were cool and they always had cool t-shirts, but like, I never, I was like, I wish I was a Beastie Boys fan so I could wear the shirt or the misfits misfits have a cool logo never got into them everybody having those shirts everybody had that fucking shirt and i was like i wish i liked that man so i could put on that shirt i wish i was a comic book guy because it seems like a a good way to escape it seems fun i mean i had a stack of comic books maybe about that big it never made it did you actually like read them i did read them i had some x-men i remember there was when i was like how old are you i am 37 Okay, I'm 38, so we're like the same generation. I don't know if you remember, but when we were about 12 or 13, Gambit got his own comic book. I do remember that. And I had the first one, and I remember keeping it in the plastic, being like, Gambit number one, this thing, I'll buy a house with this someday. And uh, I don't know where that is right Hold now. On one second. Hello? Is that Gambit? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll be right down. Oh, okay. Is it okay to like send a text or something when you get here? A call is fine. Gotcha. All right. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. I have no idea if I'm actually going to cut that. Um, 
Who? It sounded like it was Best Buy. It was Best Buy. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> hey, this is Best Buy. It's like, who's getting fucking calls from Best Buy? I had my PlayStation 5 delivered a little earlier. And when I found out that there was a um, Black Friday deal on televisions oh. a few weeks ago, I bought it. Honestly, not thinking that I would receive my PlayStation until next week, but I wanted it to be delivered today. It's not even for the PlayStation. It's just another one to go in my living room, but it was $200 for 55 inch. And I was like, oh shit. And um, so yeah, that's what that call was about. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how awesome stuff is just cheap now? Yes. You remember what like flat screens used to cost. Dude, yesterday I watched, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. You know this film? And in this film, you know, uh, one of the kids takes the petty cash from Christina Applegates and like, he's a TV nerd. So he's like in a deck out the living room with state of the art. And then like, everyone's like, whoa. And it's like forehead VCR, tube television, it sucks. <laughs> everyone's like, get the, where'd you get this? <laughs> it reminds me of like college, the first purchase that I ever made I guess it was the most expensive um when I was 19 I bought like a $900 television it was 32 inches it was a Sony and it weighed like 400 pounds yeah we loved it and we used to throw parties we would rent pay-per-views but moving that thing took like four of us because none of us were hitting the gym was it on wheels? Was it one of those things where it was like a no, big? It was massive. It had like a screen that did a slight curve to it. Oh, one of those. Pointy. I still have a scar. Um, I don't think anybody will be able to see it, but it's like on my hand when I moved it probably for the second or third time, um, we dropped it and it just gashed my hand. I mostly remember that because I had a really good first date the night that I got my hand gashed. Yeah. I don't know if anybody picked up on gash. However, um I was waiting. I was waiting. <laughs> uh where were we? We were on superheroes. If you could have a power, I would be gash man. <laughs> Consensual <laughs> gash. <laughs> Consensual gash man. When I come across people, they just want to give it to me. And if I have the time, I look, okay, sure. Would you use your powers like for good or would you use them for yourself? And even if it's not gash, man, like period, are you going to, if you wake up tomorrow and you find out you have powers, are you using that for us or are you using that for you? Please be honest. Well, I guess it all depends on the overall makeup of the powers. If you are one of those superheroes like Wolverine where you get regenerative you can't be hurt. You can't be. Then you're like, you know what? I'll go. I'll go rumble with some bad guys because ultimately I'll be fine. But it, that's one thing I was always fascinated about with, and maybe what makes Batman so great is this is just a rich guy. True. He's just a human being underneath a bunch of state of the art bullshit. He's just a rich guy. So his superpower is money. I think people have made that joke before. I'm not trying. I don't want to, anyone to be like that's hacky. The <laughs> superpower is money. What's the deal with Batman? Yeah. Uh, not a bad Jerry Seinfeld you've got there. Thank you. He stinks. Uh, <laughs> no, he doesn't stink. His sitcom will forever be the best sitcom ever, but I think his stand-up is just like, it's great, but it sucks. Come on. <laughs> I do. His sitcom is my favorite. I hear what you're saying. His powers of observation impress me, yeah. but it is hard for me to sit through 
Yeah. 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 But uh, I would not, I probably, I probably, I, if I'm being honest, I would not wait. If I woke up and like had a moment, like a Peter Parker moment, where I was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know that I would run out and use those for good. No. Would you be evil depending on what your power was? Evil? Probably not. Probably not evil. You define evil as like killing people? Hmm. It would be, that's another, it's like, is it justifiable? Like, is it a Dexter scenario where like- Maybe you just want to give your family the best life you can. And that involves you like robbing banks and armored cars, which is almost a victimless crime. Yeah, I mean, that's not evil. <laughs> okay, thank you. So- If you're like, hey, I have the superpower where you're like the flash where you're like, I can run into this place, get all the money and come out. And before these assholes even start the paperwork, I'm going to be home- with my money, yeah, I'll do that. But I don't know about just like walking around the streets, just like killing people for fun. And I wouldn't expect that of you. You seem far too sweet a dude for that. Well, thank you. Also, I'm lazy. That sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) You would have to do a bit, like waking up early to like catch some people off guard. Yeah. No, thank you. No. Um, But yeah, I I think there's a sun. The sun is hitting my face like Jesus right now. Yeah, it is. Jesus loves sunrise. (laughs) Um, I just, I feel like most people would be villains, but no one ever wants to say it. Now, I'll be honest with you. I would be evil. Okay. Like totally evil, no matter what my power was. So maybe you could be like my nemesis. I probably would be. But like, you know, like, but like in that, like Charles Xavier Magneto thing where they're old buddies and one's trying to always get the other to come to his side. I would try to talk you into, you know, a better life. I'd be like, you know, what you're doing is nice, but have you just thought about diving into a gold coin filled pool like Scrooge McDuck? Yeah. This is assuming you've got the regenerative powers that we were discussing with Wolverine because you could live through it. Yeah, because you're probably not going to like get into the very deep into the coins. No, you are going to smash that. It would just be a real thud. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then people just wonder if you're okay and have to rush into the pool to save you. Now, I'm not getting in those coins. Let them die. Well, I would go in as a human just to grab coins. Like, my whole thing is, if there's gold around, I've got to have some. Sure. Now, with that being said, we're going to get into another serious topic. I love serious topics. Now, you are white. Am I correct? <laughs> <laughs> so no <laughs> am i babe am i white i'm white i knew Good it man. i oh didn't know i knew it yeah i'm very white okay now that you've had time to deal with that reality do you miss when people kept their political opinions to themselves uh that's a good question because i can go either way because where we are in the world like I mean, I guess the quick answer is yes. Obviously, yes, because everybody should shut up. But given the state of where we've been the last four years, you almost have to know. You want to know who you're talking to. So I want to know. Like, my parents don't talk about it at all. They don't talk about politics. And, like, sometimes my sisters and I are like, do they like Trump? Like, how do we know? Like, so if someone, like, if someone comes out and they're just like, fucking stole this election, you know, you're like, all right, well, now I know what kind of person you are. Now I know where you stand and, you know, fuck you. 
and uh, goodbye. <laughs> and so I, it's, it's nice to know. You want to know, you want to know what these people are into. You know what I mean? If they don't want to talk about it, then it's weird. That's the odd thing to me is that Trump supporters who want to keep it to themselves, cowards. Agreed. And while I do wish that people kept their political opinions to themselves, just because it is, it's very annoying. Like even people I agree with, I'm tired of seeing your opinion. Oh yeah, because that's the other thing is like, if you get a bunch of people on the left together, if you're just talking in circles and people are trying to pile on and come up with, I got a point to make. Oh, what about the stimulus? What about basic human rights? It's, it's like, yeah, I know we're, we, we all agree. Let's go get something <laughs> to drink. True. It's gross. And while I do wish that we kept it to ourselves, I, I, I do enjoy knowing who I shouldn't hold in a certain like place in my mind like, okay, I have a friend, one of my, my best friends. He was posting nonstop since the quarantine started. Not a word about Black Lives Matter. Wow. And his, wow. Son, his son's godfather is black. I am black. I know he knows a bunch of black Wait, 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 wait. You're black? I know. Right. This has been an eye-opening podcast. <laughs> I found out that I'm white. You're you. black. You've been like the light hits me, and then it just stays. It doesn't bounce off and let people see my glow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so there's that, and then there's the fact that the last time that I was with him and his family, his mother and I got into very heated discussion over Donald Trump. It was right after Trump got elected. So. I was upset. Sure. I affiliate a lot of Trump supporters with Also, race. can you imagine, like, imagine how upset you were four years ago and how upset you were two weeks ago and how that compounded and grew. You know what I mean? Like, that was nothing four years ago. And I only hope that she is three times as mad as I was the last time that I saw her. I hope she thinks that the world is getting ready to, like, swallow itself. But... We had that discussion. It came to a point where she kept telling me to shut up. And I was like, lady, because she's known me since I was a child. And I was like, my mom doesn't tell me to shut up. And now I have to go grab my TV. One moment. Best buys here. Hello? All right, I'll be right there. <laughs> I am like very positive that he heard you say that because he was laughing. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Take your time. Okay. How's she look? Ah, uh, she's a beaut. However, um, <laughs> my wife Martina doesn't think that um, it will fit on our current entertainment center. I'm hoping that that's not going to be the case, but I realize it's a possibility. Ah. So the real problem that I had with his absence um, during the last several months, and it wasn't an absence from social media, because he's been posting like... But that is the problem, isn't it? Oh, that's my problem. Because that means that person's living in a fantasy world. Yes, and part of me fears that he just doesn't care. Like, I, I think he might honestly think black lives don't matter, which bothers me quite a bit as a black dude, especially because I have a son and he knows my family and... 
for you to stay silent, but be posting a lot, like not a lot. He's been very active, but he's gone out of his way, in my opinion, to say nothing about Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, okay, so do I need to die? Does my child need to die before? Yeah, what does it take for these people? Right. And I don't want to say anything to him because, you know, as a a, a man. Is this person a known Trump supporter or just this is? I don't think he's a Trump supporter. And this is how it's weird because when I post something anti-Trump, like I've responded to Trump's tweets with something like, oh, you're an idiot or something. And I like it. So I don't think Trump supporter, but at the same time, I'm like, why do you have such an issue supporting something against something so wrong? Yeah, I, I guess this is what I was saying about my parents, which is like, where's the outrage? Hmm. Like, if if you really, like, yeah, you, when we text and I'm like, oh, what, you know, President Raptic or whatever I call him, <laughs> and my mom says, LOL, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, so you're laughing at that, but you're not, you're, you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's just things that don't scream you hate this guy. Have you had that conversation with your parents? I haven't. I've I've danced around it. I I talked to my father at the halftime of every Bills game, <laughs> and I talked to him. I think two weeks ago. I remember before it was a before it was all announced. I remember him saying something like, "Well, you know, whoever wins, you just have to wish them the best." And I was thinking that doesn't sound like something a Biden voter would say. Not necessarily. I'm giving your dad like credit. Sure, because sure. I- but I was, I was texting with my sister though. I was like, I don't know about this, you know? And then last week it was, you know, it was, this, it was the day after the, the day of joy, the day we all found out. And it was the same kind of thing. It was like, it, it was the most historic election, you know, of female, you know, person of color, vice president, not a mention, nothing. Just like, well, you know, it's, We'll have to see what happens. That kind of thing. Like, it's like it's a breeze. Like, a, the election was just a breeze. I prefer his indifference to an emotion. Because sure, sure. Sure, I would love him be, to be excited about Biden. No one's really excited about No, Biden. of course not. I know, exactly. I'm not, and I'm not saying that my parents are Trump supporters. I'm just saying, like, it's tough to get a read sometimes. It was tough for me to get a read on my mom. And, you know, Black woman. Uh the first time that Trump was running because she had a lot of negative things to say about Hillary. And my mom works yes. for the government. Yes, yes, yes. And people, she, hate, people hate Hillary. Bash and bash. And I'm pretty aware of the things that people hate about Hillary. To me, it's ridiculous and in no way should have stopped you from voting for her. Yeah. Listening to my mom over and over again, I just questioned prior to the election, is she gonna vote for Trump? When it was done, I visited, and I forget what holiday it was, but we were heading somewhere, and she got to bashing again, and I just couldn't take it. I didn't want to hear my mom say that she voted for Trump, but I was like, I can't stand it. Did you yeah. vote for Trump? And she's sure. like, I can't believe that you would ask me that. And well, I- that's great. That's great <laughs> that you had the gumption to ask and that she was, you know, that's a great reaction. Right, but like, how dare you confront me on asking you? That's like uh, a spouse saying, I can't believe you would ask me if I'm like attracted to you still. But all they do is talk about someone's physique that looks different from yours. And it's like, well, you're giving me all the wrong signals here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I was like, honestly, I didn't want to know, but you're hitting me over the head with it so much, I just have to. I'm glad she at least lied to me, and hopefully she did what she said she did, but it's stuff like that that makes me wish, like, things were, as we heard as children, everybody was like, you know, like Dave Chappelle and killing him softly, who are you voting for? I don't know. You see that? He does know, but he's just not going to tell me. I almost miss those yeah. days. Yeah, I mean, that's how it was. Growing up, it was like, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics, and don't talk about money. Those are like the three things you just don't talk about because we're, we're here to have fun. We don't want to get heated. That kind of thing. Yeah. Would you agree that you still shouldn't talk about money? I think number out of those three things, that's the most important one to never talk about. It makes people mad and myself included. Me too. And, then, and also because it's one of those things where like, you know, religion and politics, those are, you know, that can that can form your identity and who you are. But like money can fuck you up yeah. like that, like that. And you don't know what someone's going through. You know what I mean? You could be like, man, I get all this fucking unemployment. This is great. And someone's like, I don't know how I'm going to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like. You there just are got food lines, I think food bank lines that happen like um, right outside my building. Fortunately, we are doing fine financially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every other day, at least, I get to see a very massive line of people who I'm assuming aren't having the same kind of quarantine. It's an eye opener. It's very sad. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, um, I remember when I was a kid, my, uh, like every once in a while, my grandfather would give me like 10 bucks. He was just like, like, you know, when you're like, you know, like 10 years old and someone gives you $10, that's like a hundred. And I remember he would always be like, he would put it in my pocket or hand it to me and say, don't tell your parents where you got this or don't tell them about this. And I'd always be like, Oh, that's weird. Okay. And then I remember one time I did, I, we got in the car and I was like, grandpa gave me 10 bucks. And my parents were like, well, okay. And then the next time we went over to my grandparents' house, my grandpa was like, why did you tell your parents about that 10 bucks? And I felt so bad. Like I betrayed his trust. I mean, and my, parents, bit. And my parents ratted me out, by the way. Yeah, they did. Now, why? Why didn't he want you to tell them about the 10 bucks? I don't know. If it was a lesson of like, you don't tell people about your riches or you don't tell people about money you don't talk about money like if you someone if you get 10 bucks you just take it and go you're happy you're grateful and you move on i don't know i assume it was that one of those kinds of lessons but you have any idea why your parents would have gone back and told him that you told them uh probably because they were jealous they're like where's my 10 bucks you know give me some fucking money yeah that sucks but i definitely feel your grandpa there like I wouldn't have asked you to keep it a secret, but the moment I know you told my secret, yeah, I had 10 more dollars for you. Now That's over. You ruined it. Right. I got to figure out what I want to buy for myself. Yeah. That's not what I wanted. Fuck it up. <laughs> I want to get you riled up. Okay. You're too calm a person. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, that's you know what? That's really funny because if my wife could tell you, I don't think she would describe me as a calm person. <laughs> I've I think people who've seen gotten slightly going. So I think people have seen me ups, People who've seen me upset know that I I 
you know, I can stay calm for a while, but sometimes once it pops off, it's, you know, you just, just wait. You should watch me try to connect to a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> I was getting ready to ask what really gets you mad. Perfect example. Last night. So I do this like 10 minute, you know, like Tabata workout. I hate that word Tabata. How do you say it? Tabata? Tabata? I'm it's unfamiliar. It's basically you're, what you're doing is it's a 10 minute workout, but you're doing quick spurts of things. So like 30 seconds of this, 30 seconds of that, but you don't stop. I mean, you take little 30 second breaks, but I have an app. And so I have, it, it goes for 10 minutes. And within those 10 minutes, I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I, I start out with, you know, I'm doing jumping jacks. Then I'm doing this fucking shit. What is that called? <laughs> uh, it looked like a crunch, but to the side. But you're going down and you're, you're lifting your legs up and then, you know, you're doing Russian twists. Yeah. So you and they're like, but point being, I was hooked up to my, my Bose speaker and this always works. And like the, the Tabata lady is speaking over the music. She's like, get ready to work out in her robot voice. And it's like three, two, one, and then you go. And then like after five seconds, the, the music cuts out, only she's talking. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, hey. And then like, I'm, you know, I'm sweating. I just want to get done with my workout. I, I come back to the thing and I connect and okay, okay. And I do it again. And I'm just like, fuck. And I, you know, my wife's like, what's going on? I'm like, this piece of shit. I'm like, technology is what turns me into my father, basically. <laughs> and we're all getting there. I am certainly, I've never been what I would call a peaceful man. Um, See, because again, I think you are a peaceful man. Right. We both have each other full. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm much angrier as I get older than I used to be. Sure. And as a matter of fact, yesterday I went to GameStop, some PlayStation 5 stuff. And as I was trading something in, I was talking about, I have a PlayStation 4. I still have it because I can't get rid of it unless I just throw it away. It swallowed a copy of Madden 16 years ago, about a week after I bought it. What do you mean swallowed? Like an ATM card? Where does it go? Exactly like an ATM card. Like it won't spit it out. It won't turn on. Oh, because it's like a slot. Actually, I, I never made it past Super Nintendo. So oh. I'm not familiar. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing you slide in. I thought maybe it was like a thing that came out, like a five disc changer. <laughs> that would be better, actually. Although it would be bigger. Um, but you can't get it out. You got like needle nose. You're trying to... Because of the way that they suck them in. He gave me a tip like... You try to suck it out like poison from a snake bite? He was like, there's a little hole on the bottom. And if you like jam something in there and work it around, then it might spit it out. And I was like, okay, I'll try that. Not thinking I would actually try that. But he was like, yeah, you know, I had a guy come in here not too long ago who had the same problem, except for his son. I'll preface it with this. My biggest fear with a toddler has been walking in and finding the television in the living room smashed. As far as my things go, like I am always concerned he'll like put his eye out or something, but I always am ready for him to break something expensive of mine and just to woosah. Yeah, because in that situation, the child doesn't know what they've done. I mean, they, they can recognize it's something bad, obviously, but then if you lose your mind, then they're like, now you've ruined something in the future. They'll be in therapy. I don't want to traumatize him. But I also exactly. don't want, like, my PlayStation has to go in our bedroom because I'm terrified of putting it in the living room where he can fuck with it. 
because he broke sure. something that cost me. Right now, it's like five fifty after taxes. Forget the games, accessories, all that. If he broke something that expensive, I would die inside. I'm not going to throw him out the window like I would want to. I would probably crumble to the ground, let a tear fall, and then tell my wife I need to take a walk and just angrily punch air for two hours while I walk the streets. <laughs> but hearing him, he was like, yeah, a guy came in not long ago. His child took two of his games and shoved them into the slot. The slot's meant to take one game. He took two games and shoved it in the slot and then shoved in one of his credit cards. And as I pictured that, I was like, that's so much worse than whatever I've been imagining. That's hilarious that someone's child was like, what else can I cram in here? <laughs> Salami. <laughs> no, you fucking bitch. That would be a trial for me. But, you know, parenting has mostly been a trial of patience. Just, just that, yeah. Sure. I, I'm much more patient than I thought, and I will tell you right off the bat, I am not patient. Um, having said that, let's discuss cats. You recently got a new cat? Correct. I have been in relationships with people who have cats, so I have lived with a cat on two occasions. I should also say real quick that I was not a cat person until like roughly, you know, eight years ago. What happened? What did some cat romance you with that turned you? Well, I was in the school that most people were in, a school of thought of like, I'm a dog guy. Dogs are great. Dogs show affection. Dogs get excited when you come home. You can call a dog. You can play with a dog. Cats are mean. If your feet are hanging off the bed, they'll fucking whack them. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of like, there's enough shitty cats in the world that we are like, ah, oh, this thing is just, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> and then if you, meet, if you meet one cool cat, that's it. Then you're like, oh, look at this thing. It's great, you know? And my wife, when we first started dating, had this cat, Dakota, and this thing was incredible. I'd never seen a cat like this. It didn't swipe. It didn't bite. And you could, you could go like, pss, pss, pss. that's all you had to do. And from the other room, it'd be, boom, there it is. Hi, I'm here. Let's be friends. It was magical. And then from there, you know, we got our own cat in 2015. It was a rescue. Uh, well, no, so her original cat, like, the one I just talked about died. And then when we moved in together and got married, we got a cat, like kind of that same, like we got, we got the cat like in August, we got married in October. We had this cat for four years or so. And it was like just the, the greatest cat in the world. And he was old. We didn't know how old he was and he was deaf. So he, you could sneak up on him and uh, <laughs> he could. it was good, you know, not that you want to sneak up on a cat, but it would always be fun. He'd be sleeping and like, you know, you like, you just pet his head and he's like, wow, because like, I couldn't hear anything. And, uh, but yeah, now, now I love cats. I just love cats. I didn't mean to derail your story. I'm sorry. Not at all, because knowing how you came to love cats helps with what comes next. So you just got a new cat. What's their name? Okay. So we have the new cat is named Davos. All right. And uh, that's named after the Onion Knight from Game of Thrones, Sir Davos. I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones person, but uh, Davos was probably my favorite character. He was the, the moral compass, the, 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 the reliable, you know, fucking guy. And that was the talk, right? He was often with uh, the little person. I forget that character's name, Lannis. Uh, Davos was kind of, he was like a, like a, 
like people like sought his counsel. They always wanted, you know what I mean? He was kind of with, he was with, I think he was with Bolt for a while. I don't know. I've watched the show and I remember, I forget everything. I don't know anything. But Davos, and he's like, just a fun name. It's a fun name. Until people don't get it. Like the vet was like, all right, uh, Davos? What's Davos? And I'm like, it's Davos. It's a fucking dumb reference. But uh, he's new and he's, it's the first kitten I've ever had. He's only about four months old. And our, our other, we had a cat, we still, the first cat, her name is Zool, which is a Ghostbusters reference. Maybe you get it, maybe you don't. Oh, I do. Zool was the villain in the second one, first right? One. No. Yeah, because I was like, the second one. Vigo. Vigo. Because I was like, I can hear that dude. He's Vigo! Vigo. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Zool, yeah. So, we got Zool and Davos. And it was a whole thing because Zool uh, has feline herpes. And uh, which is like, you know, it's so it's highly contagious among cats. So we had to keep them separated until he got all of his vaccinations. So it was, and, but he, but they could see each other through a glass door. So they were always kind of like, what's going on here? Is this my brother? Is this my sister? What, what, you know, and now they're. Yeah. I'm having an outbreak. We have to wait. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, for people out in the, in the world who have a cat with feline herpes, they know my pain because it's like a, uh, it, for some reason, it fucks up the breathing. The upper respiratory is fucked, and they can't breathe. It just sounds like they always have a cold, basically. They're always like, <laughs> and like, they're always like snotting, and she's got gooey eyeballs. She's disgusting. Um, but we love her, and, uh, you know, we wish her the best. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why we brought up these cats is because you have no declawed cats right you've never had no, one declaw, no. have you? you do not declaw cats tyler come on of course not um the only reason i bring that up hold on are you going to get another fucking tv <laughs> that's how i'm living during the pandemic balling the reason why i brought that up is because i am very pro declaw and i'm a monster in a yeah, lot of you are eyes. evil I you said it before yeah <laughs> i am um because you're aware of how bad it is for them. Okay, so when I think about it like a horse getting um, its shoes removed, even though I don't know if that's what you would call it. Like horses are technically standing on their thumbnails. And if you were to remove whatever we attach the shoe to, that would be horrible to me. Okay. Cats, I've seen declawed cats before. They seem okay. It's not like you're removing... Like, they're not standing on their thumbnail, even though we are technically removing their thumbnail. The ones that I came across seemed mildly tempered, but I've never really... Well, they were probably, honestly, just depressed because psychologically it fucks them up because, I mean, it's not even just a thing of, like, what if they get out of the house now they can't defend themselves? I mean, that's number one. You take the claws away, they get out of your house, they're fucked. They got nothing. And But psychologically, your cat... You got these claws. You got these fucking claws, swingers. And, uh, and uh, you know, you, you just, sometimes you see cats. Sometimes they just like to, like, bring them out, look at them, clean them. You know what I mean? Kind of press them out, you know, just kind of work them. Put them into things. They put them into things. They'll put them into a couch. They'll put them into. I hate that. I hate. No, I hate that, too. I hate that, too. But you get these. Now they make these wonderful. Hold on. I'll get it for you. Please. I got one right here. Without, without delay, <laughs> you can get these on Amazon or at Walmart, and it's just a strip of cardboard. 
and they love these things. You and it's it's ugly, which sucks, but we keep it out of sight. But and they just get on this thing and just and it's very satisfying. I remember those, and you're right, that did work. Um, when my wife and I first moved into our current apartment, I don't think we had one of those. What I do remember is we bought a couch right away, and this cat didn't wait a day. Yeah, I mean, they could destroy a couch pretty easily to where it's just like little hairs are falling off of it. Little, It's got little frills. Right, and I didn't get a leather couch because I was like, nah, I don't want the cat to fuck that up. And then when we got the cloth one and it immediately started fucking it up. Still, the cat's been gone forever and I can still see the damage that the cat did. Every time I have a seat- Oh, so you still have that couch? So it's just a monitor. I refuse to buy a new couch till we move because, you know- Got rid of a cat, but now there's a kid, and they're almost just as destructive. So I'm like, okay, when we get- oh, you just get a throw, a nice throw. Don't you have a throw, Tyler? I do not. I will. I'll probably be one of those people who has plastic on the front. Oh, like Italians. Oh, is that what they do? Because, like, my wife is Italian, and so I was like- Yeah, Italians like to put- Either they do that uh, in the living room, or they that's- Sometimes Italians- like to have an extra living room, but they, it's in the garage. Ah, see, I wish you were more. This is big in Buffalo. My mother's side of the family is Sicilian. So this was a thing both of my grand, I had, I had three grandmas growing up, by the way, because my, gran, my grandma, both my grandmas and my great grandmother were all alive. So I had, and they all lived in the same block. Nice. So, well, but yeah, but yeah this is, that's what they do. The Italians to, to get a life out of a couch, put some plastic on it. I mean, if I spend... Forget about it. Oh! <laughs> I am cheap, but if I spend more than $1,000 on it, I probably want it to last seven years. Yeah, I think that's a good contract. Thank you. How long have you had your couch? Okay, so we just moved into this apartment a year ago. We've been here November 1st, so a year, and we just completely... We didn't move a lot of stuff. We were just like, we'll just buy new stuff, put it on credit cards, uh, and we got great deals though. It happened to be the couch we got, we got at world market. Do you know this place? I don't, but go it's on. Over in, it's over in industry city. I'm pointing like this cause it's right over there. <laughs> uh, but I think, so we've had it a year and I, I think we only spent something like 700 bucks, 600 bucks. It was a pretty cheap couch. What's that? 400. God damn. Yeah. So we beat the shit out of this thing and it's still standing at 400 bucks. You, you, you're right. You kind of care about it less. You're like, eh, what can you do? A little bit. However, if it still looks pretty close to how it did a year ago, that would It does. Great. It looks pretty great. But you also, well, no, you guys have cats with claws. Um, yeah. But I guess they're just taking it on the scratching pad then? All that also, I mean, not to get too much into, you know, having a cat, but, you know, when they do stuff like that, you got to... You know, either you, there's things you could do. You get a spray bottle or, you know, they do. They're smart, you know, intuitive, receptive beings. They know when they're doing something wrong and they don't, you don't like it. So, yeah, you just kind of get in their face. Uh, quick thing, please tell your wife I said hello when you get the chance. It would be horribly rude of me. Um, I will. I will. And also with the cats, neither one of you ever get scratched? No, I get scratched all the time. I hate being scratched. And- I don't like it either. Azul is the only one, like Davos, the new cat. This 
guy, this is the cat of my dreams. This is the kind of cat that I'm talking about when you meet a cat from the universe and you're like, now I'm a cat guy. This guy, you can like lift like this. You can, you know, like, you can like, you know, you can throw him around. He's just a happy guy. He loves life. But Zool is like, you know, she's, she used to be a feral cat. So she's just kind of like, so you can, you're scratching her sometimes. And she's like, Ooh, I like this. Yeah. (laughs) And then out of nowhere, she's like, and you're like, what did I, what did I do? What the hell did I, I, you were just loving this shit. And it's like, it is, it's very frustrating. I love it. I scratched you back. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I was getting into it. And it never worries you because like anytime this cat has ever scratched me, I'm not saying I've run to the emergency room, but I'm always like, man, they are filthy. They don't like to be bathed. And See, that's where you're wrong. They're very clean. They clean themselves. That's not clean. You felt their tongue, I am sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a sidewalk. And sure. <laughs> somehow. So that- it just sounds like you are gross. You have a lot of psychological hangups with cats. Well, I mean, I'm you don't a- want to give them any power, and you think <laughs> you're like, give me the claws, and, <laughs> and you're gross. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, um, yeah. but yeah, like if if a cat scratches me, let alone bites me, I don't know if I've ever been bitten by one, but if I ever felt a bit of a tooth, I'm like, fuck, we gotta go to the hospital. I feel um, like that's not usually their first line of defense. Cats aren't like big biters. They're like a, they're, Even they like they to swipe. They chew. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am glad that you feel so strongly. And you know what? I may never own a cat again. I can only say that because my wife can't hear me at the moment. I am positive. Your wife's a, a cat person. She is. And okay. she's heartbroken. She still is. Like, she'll frequently bring up the cat that she got rid of. I did not ask her to get rid of it, just in case anybody thinks I did. <laughs> wasn't your idea no all i brought up was i would hate it if something happened and it were to scratch or claw at our child no that's i i actually have a buddy who his cat you know they put her down today and it was you know this cat was like 14 and he they just had a baby girl and he's like i'm not getting another cat until maddie is like you know at an appropriate age where because then you get a kitten and then you know the kitten's in on the ground floor that's the thing about kittens. They, you get, or dogs, you get puppies. You, the younger you get them, the more they're like, okay, you're the, they see you as the creator. They're like, wow, you're the best. Look what you've done. You bring one in off the streets and they're like, well, I'm going to be under the fucking bed. Leave me alone. Right. Who are you? Get out of here. Yeah. But anytime she thinks about that cat, I have to um, faint some kind of sympathy because i'm an animal and uh yeah i'm just like it's very sad that that cat is so are you are you not an animal lover at all i love there are those people who just like fuck it don't care oh my mom my mom is one of those people i i love dogs but um i'm still very attached to a dog that i uh had to give up in like 2011 wow nine years he was the dog i wanted my whole life a little jack russell terrier and he was just, I, he turned from like the typical Jack Russell that do nothing but bark and jump all the time into me because, you know, everybody takes after their owners. And I hate that term because pets are slaves, but <laughs> <laughs> there actually was, there was an article I read, uh, something about that, like a couple of years ago, some 
some uh, wokeness about yeah you're not you shouldn't say owner with cats be- or dogs because of that or any pets because that didn't they didn't ask to be owned but no, it is they- slavery because if they get away what do you do i used to tell a joke about it like we treat them like runaway slaves and hope that's hilarious that other people will bring them back posting signs <laughs> yeah you see him get him um yeah <laughs> I'm I'm still hung up. Why do you say? Why do you say used to? That sounds like a great joke. Uh, oh well, I haven't really um, been doing a lot of comedy since the child was born. Well, the good thing, the good news for you is no one's doing comedy. <laughs> That's true. No, I mean, the- people are doing it, but it's like it's on a slow. Like it's, we're all on a pause. You'll be back, baby. Maybe I don't know, man. I gotta to think about that, but I, I like the fact that I still have this like special place in my heart for Max was his name. And when I think I can handle love for another dog, which I'm sure by the time my son is like five or six, I'll probably be back around to it. But um, that's what keeps me from owning an animal at the moment. Plus like, okay, what time do you wake up in the morning? Nowadays, pretty early because Davos is very vocal. When he wants his food, he's like, why? So... We usually get up around between seven or eight. Okay, so I wake up, if not in the fives, early sixes now. I know, it's that thing though, cause like he wakes up whenever, generally six by the latest. We don't get him out of his room until seven anymore. We used to do 6.30, but my biggest thing about an animal was I don't wanna wake up at five o'clock to walk a dog. No, yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, I, I will never own a dog. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that right now. And I used to, I never thought I'd be that person because I grew up with dogs. We always had a dog. I love dogs. And now I'm just like, ah, they're stupid and you got to walk them and they shit and they eat their own shit. They don't know what's to do with themselves. They have separation anxiety. They start whimpering. It's just, it's pathetic. It is a lot. And I remember hearing my dog start to bark when I would pull into my old like apartment complex. I could hear him before I even got into our court. And I was like, oh, God, please tell me he hasn't been barking all day. But um, yeah, just thinking about like getting another one. It's exciting to me. Not there yet, but I can't wait to share that love. And now that I'm patient, more patient, and I'm waking up earlier because I used to, I used to be able to sleep in until like, well, there was a time I would sleep till two if I wanted. And then it was like 10. If anybody called me, family, mother especially, I would be like, if you call me before 1030, I'm not picking up the phone. Yeah. Those days are long dead because now I'm up at the latest by seven. Yeah. Who's that? Davos? This is Zool. This is the old bitch. Uh. <laughs> but she uh, must have heard we were talking, so she just she came out of her fort and uh, we're no. spreading some love. And she is as black as the night, perfectly, not in a bad way, but she looks like as black as the bar that I have on the bottom <laughs> of the screen. Yeah, these are. I didn't know that black cats had a name, but these are Bombay cats. Oh, I didn't. I don't know if that applies to all black cats, but this is a Bombay. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm like one of those zoo people on the talk show now. Like, this here is a little bit, you know. Very I wish you could see how gross she is. I mean, you can't really see how gross she is. But, <laughs> you know, also at any moment, she could just claw my face off. So this is great television. I mean, it would be a real big counterpoint to your entire argument. 
It but would I hope that she just keeps loving her heart because I would hate for this whole thing to end that way. So would I. So would I. That is my biggest... You talk about your biggest fear with, with your son breaking stuff. My biggest fear is that this cat's going to fucking, like, take out one of my eyeballs. I get that. Because I can't help myself sometimes where I'm like... Oh, you're so cute. And it's like, she only got me in the face once. And I don't think she was trying to. It's one of those things where she was just kind of like, like so a blind, yeah, like a, and it was like right here. And it was, you know, very tiny. It looked worse than it was, you know, than I thought of, or better than I thought. I don't know what I'm trying to say, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just lost my train of thought. That's okay. We only have one question left for you. Are you ready for the last dab? I'm loving it, baby. Let's do it. All right. By the way, last dab, different podcast for those of you listening. Um, Google News and I have a very uh, great relationship. It knows me. However, oh, well, this is what happens. Yeah, you open up your Google search and it'll just, same thing with me. It's all like Josh Allen, dead wrestlers. Yeah, it's like, okay, I can get on board with this. Dead wrestlers. It's not beyond the mat because that's a movie. There is a series and it's on. Yeah, Google. it's on Vice and it's. Um, so fucking good. I'm the wrestling or something like that. Is I forget. It, is it beyond the ring? Is it? Gethard is definitely involved. It's really, it's really good. Yeah, Gethard does the. Uh, he does like the post show like wrap up. Yeah. Okay. So, but with that show in mind, um, <laughs> no, not with that show in mind. I was just thinking about wrestling for a second. Uh, it's called Dark Side of the Ring. It's, it's really, it's really. I, really good it's incredible stuff that owen hart episode not only because it was so close to my birthday that year sure. and i didn't get that in your house but yeah that was pretty heartbreaking um the reason i bring that up is is there a headline that you can think of the two parts one a headline that you know you couldn't refuse to click on and two what headlines do you always click on now Davos is here. They're both on the table. And they know something's going on. Um, this is a tube. So first, what is something that I can't resist? Right. Like if you were Google, you would know, oh, Matt's going to love this. Song. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So uh, anything about the Bills, obviously. Uh, anything about wrestling, present or past, but more past. Because like I don't keep up on the current product. It's, it's, I don't have enough time. Because I'm watching Family Matters every day. Whoa. Uh, I've been watching Family Matters in order. And on what? You just bought the whole season? On Hulu. It's all on Hulu. All nine seasons. All Whoa. on Hulu. I'm on season seven. And it has, been, it has been an incredible, incredible ride. Jaleel White is a powerhouse. This kid could do it all. Like, it is actually like pretty amazing and impressive and it's actually like a really well-written show i'm gonna be one of those guys it's like and prescient they go for it at places i'll tell you there's some real you're in season seven so you probably did but did you notice the daughter who didn't come back down the stairs judy uh judy disappears after season four and then season five Aunt Rachel disappears for a little while because she had a, another sitcom going on. But Richie remains. They're still watching Richie. And then she pops back at like the end of season. Richie with the Jared curl, I remember. He sucks. Uh, no one likes Richie. <laughs> Out of curiosity, it has nothing to do with my questions. Um, do they have the CBS seasons of Family Matters as well? Or are they just doing the ABC? 
seasons. Well, they're, I think they're just, they're doing all of them. So wherever it all lands, it's all on Hulu, one through nine. They're all there. I love that. Just because like I, I watched most of it on ABC. I don't think I saw anything but the last episode. I have no um, idea what happens. And I've been trying to like keep, keep it from people telling me. I have a vague idea. I know, I know what I happens. Well, anything for you. Pat. I know what happens. Okay. I just, I want to, I want to reach there organically <laughs> and see it again and feel the joy. But also that, I mean, we don't, I don't want to waste your time too much about it, but, but I'll tell you this right now, this is something that Google could honeypot me with because if I open up Google and I see this happened to me and it said, uh, Eddie and Laura are going to be in a Christmas movie together. I read that article too. And there was a snafu. I don't know if you recall, because first there was confusion on the trailer. They thought they were playing husband and wife and everybody was like, Oh, gross. You know, like, why are you doing this to us? Don't have Eddie and Laura, like, in a bed together. No one wants to see that I mean, shit. That's crazy because they're not Eddie and Laura. And it's I know, I know. It's like they're, they're actors. It's like, let them act. Yeah, they they're just I want to see them happy. But then, like, the next day, it was like, no, 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 no. They're brother and sister. It's cool. They're oh. brother and sister again. And then, like, you watch the trailer. I watched the trailer because I was all excited. They're not even main characters. Oh. They're not, the movie's not about them. They're like- Young children. They're like people, they're friends of family. They're kind of like in the mix. You see them like decorating a tree together for like a second, but you can tell that like main character is about this guy and this woman and it's not them. It's disgusting. If they know we want to see something, give it to me. Don't give it to me watered down. I want the cocaine uncut. (laughs) And speaking of giving it to me, that show, Family Matters, is a little problematic. Season, I would say, one through six, because Urkel is a bit, he's really a stalker. I mean, yeah, he came on pretty strong. I'm wearing Very you strong. down. I'm wearing you down. I'm wearing you down, Tom. That is his catchphrase. Is, <laughs> I'm wearing you down, baby. I'm wearing you down. Or he's just like, how about a kiss? So he's putting his arm out all the time. You know what I mean? Her father... Was not only a cop, but probably the most tolerant man on the face of the planet. Three, two, one. One, two, three. (laughs) What the heck is bothering me? Yeah, that was how he calmed down. Reginald Val Johnson, is that his name? Yeah. Is he still alive? I believe he is. He's still alive. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. The whole cast is amazing, other than Richie. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I agree with you. I, I think Waldo I is a home run. I mean, Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo. Home uh, run. Weasel is really funny for like, he's like one of Eddie's friends for like only a season. That guy's really funny. I didn't remember him. I got to go back. I highly recommend uh, it's because it's just fun to see the transformation of like the showrunner and writers being like, I think the show's about the kid. Yeah, it's called Family Matters. Out of 100 people, if you ask, how many people do you think would know the show is called Family That's a great question because I, out of 100, I would say 62%, and that's probably being favorable. That sounds favorable. I feel like it's closer to like 25, but one day I hope that we can actually find out. I hope that people learn the name of the show. It's not said in the song, and we will probably die. I love the song. Purple Show. 
Oh, done. me too. Did I just call the song Kachum? <laughs> Can I ask you this? And you're a man <laughs> of great accomplishments. Can we end it this by you giving us your version of the Family Matters theme song? <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I, this, is, this is what I've been dying to do. All right, I'm just gonna let you do your thing and just watch greatness. I'm gonna have to try and remember. I'm gonna try and do this without looking up the lyrics. Unless you okay. want me to look up the lyrics. We can do two versions. Let's do two and we'll decide. Okay, so if I'm going off the top of the noodle, the song goes, it starts out with Oh no, actually, no wait, take two. Cause it has a whole, in, it has a whole real bombastic intro that we can't skip. It goes, kachoom, kachoom. Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And some notion on a grand desire. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some inside these special walls. Cause all I see around me is big love bursting out of every seam. As days go by, it's a different look of the family. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was off the top of my head. I wish I, I'm embarrassed. You were pretty close. Like, like I don't of... know 100% of the lyrics. I know probably 90. And you got like 80? Well, there maybe must 80? be some magic thing inside these. Not... Is it gentle walls or special walls? I thought it was chiseled walls, but I think Chiseled walls? Chiseled? Chiseled? Is that what you're saying? Like a building? Okay, yeah, maybe they chiseled the walls. I don't know. Either way, awesome. They stopped showing the song in season seven. Oh. Like, remember on Seinfeld, it used to always start with him being like, you go to the airport. And they're like, you have to watch him do stand up. And then they stopped that. And then they would just cut right into like George and Jerry, like on the street. And then that's you know, what they just ran through all of Seinfeld. It didn't even compute that they stopped the stand-up intro. Yeah, they said, ditched it. Oh, yeah, in the last season, because he took a big break. I was like, yeah, last season they didn't have that. I actually liked his little stand-up because it kind of fit into what well, the Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. It's a good device because it kind of, like, it, it, it like tells you what this show is going to be about like okay we're going to get a something going about the the laundromat or the yeah <laughs> i love that episode um but yeah that hadn't even occurred to me wait wait uh, when you say that episode i don't even know what no. you mean because jerry is clear jerry seinfeld and larry david are clearly obsessed with laundromats because there's like there's the early episode where kramer is putting cement in there and he thinks he lost his 200 bucks the golden boy episode then there's the episode where he's getting free dry cleaning because he thinks he's married to Courtney Cox. Then there's the episode where like he thinks the guy's wearing his father, his mother's fur coat. It's like, no, but his wife was wearing the fur coat. Sure, yes, yes. And then in the the OJ parody episode, 
Pincus murders or Steve Gettison murders the guy after being irate with a dry cleaner. It's like on the news. It's like these people, because that's when Jerry's like, objectively speaking, you don't need any motivation to murder a dry cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize they had that many episodes and only one episode involving Chinese food? Come now. Well, no, that's not true. The Chinese food restaurant. Because they drug out the whole like ping getting hit. Hot right? Okay. I had a lot of fun talking to you. I always do. Yeah, it's always a great time. Thank you. Uh, I do want to end this with the Family Matters theme. You can look up the lyrics if you like. Well, I, it's up to you. Do you want me to do it with words? Yeah, let's have you do it with words. Hold on. But also, I think it's called As Days Go By. That sounds right. I don't know why I'm not just Googling Family Matters theme, though. I don't know why I'm not being... Uh, Are they probably didn't even know. Like, did you mean the Steve Urkel show lyrics? <laughs> you know what's funny is I saw my nieces. Uh, they're 14 and 10. And so they're like good Urkel age. And I, I saw them over the summer and I was like, hey, have you guys, have you ever seen Family Matters? And yeah, you know what they said? Oh, Steve Urkel. <laughs> my, my niece, Abby, she goes, I didn't, I've never seen uh, actual Family Matters. I've only seen the episode of Full House with Urkel on it. And I was offended. I was like, I understand. I was like, you only know it from that? Right, because like Full House was good. I'm not going to bat that. I've never watched an episode of Fuller House. I refuse. Family Matters um, blows Full House out of the effing water, my friend. I agree with you. Uh, I wish that, you know, she would give Family Matters a chance. I do think, because I know that the show didn't start out to be focused on Steve Urkel. Sure. Maybe they should have changed the name, just because, like, it really wasn't about the matter. What should they have changed it to? Fuck this guy? <laughs> I don't know what you would call Steve, it. Steve, how many times is it like, they have an episode a season, by the way, where they like ban him. Like, like lifetime ban. You're never coming into the Winslow house again. And like the whole crowd goes, oh. And he's like, fine, I guess I'll go. And then he like, and then like everyone's like, ah, so glad that Steve's not around. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and the whole audience is like, he better be coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Serious. But it's a yeah. They he's a great guy. Uh, okay, okay. Here we go. If we can do some back info here too. Now I really got the sun in my face here. As days go, that, what's that? I wish that they didn't have copyright on it, so that I could like hit the instrumental while you did this. But I'm pretty sure they wouldn't. Well, that's have. why I'm giving them credit here. As days go by, the family matters theme, written by Scott. Ramey, Romy, not sure how you say that. Bennett, Salve, and Jesse Frederick. Uh, Three people. Never heard of any of these people, but they wrote a hell of a song. <laughs> and uh, okay, so I got the lyrics here. So we'll get the beginning again. Are you ready? All right. All right. So you're, it's TGIF, which by the way, we can do this theme. You remember that? TGIF. Gonna have some fun, show you how it's done. TGIF. That's what it was. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Kachum, kachum, chuchuchuchum. Ba da ba da 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 ba da 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 It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. 
Love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. It's gentle. Oh. Because all I see is a tower of dreams and real love bursting out of every steam. Days go by. We're going to fill our house with happiness. I don't remember that. The moon. Yeah, me oh, my God. The moon may cry. We're going to smother the blues with tenderness. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> the moon may cry. That shit is deep. They were getting dark. The moon may cry. We're going to smother the blues with tenderness. Like, mur- we're going to murder the blues. We're going to smother it with a pillow. It's Chicago. They'll understand. <laughs> wait, there's more that I missed. Good Lord. Oh, wait. wait is there, there, is an ex- there is an extended version. I remember this. In the early seasons, it's when they... Okay, so they're like, when days go by... Okay, when days go there's room for you there's room for me for gentle hearts and opportunity that's the one as days go by it's the bigger love of the family that's what you got to get the uh the bigger love of the family in the end that's what we all really remember and i hope that there's people outside this window that heard all of <laughs> that are like what is going on up there if this guy first off his singing voice sucks second off is the window open the window's open and there's like houses right there like they could easily be like i can't take this maniac any further there might even be people smoking in this courtyard <laughs> right below and i don't and who cares that was worth it i would be looking at you if i was like in an apartment across and just through the window you'd see me <laughs> Love it. This dude is getting it. And that sounds like the family matters yeah, thing. That's what that's what's happening. I imagine if, even if people are hearing it in other apartments, someone's like, you know, like washing a dish and they're like, oh, what? was it family matters? Not a bad Friday the 13th at all. Um, before we go ahead and end, tell us where we can find you, where we can find out where you'll be performing. I will tag it all in the description. Okay. You are wonder. Matt Wayne. Thank you. This was so fun, Tyler, to see you and hear your voice. And hopefully we can do it in person soon. Uh, you can find me at no Wayne in hell on Instagram. And uh, that's pretty much the, the social media I use the most. I'm not a big tweeter, but that's also my Twitter handle. If you want to just like follow me for no reason whatsoever. Uh, well, there's, but I'm not, a big, like- I'm not a big tweeter. I don't understand. I, Instagram's the most fun. If you picture caption straightforward, have some fun. Uh, but also every Monday night at nine o'clock, uh, I'm part of a show that's so fun to do called Four Comedians and a Bouncer that uh, me and uh, some comics you may know, uh, Wilford Padua, TJ, uh, who is also known as Tenel Jokum, who like only goes by TJ, like Cher or Madonna. He's TJ. And uh, Patrick Schroeder, of course, and with our friend Dan Foote, who is the bouncer at Eastville Comedy Club. So we kind of started this show during quarantine as just something, let's, let's kind of fuck around. And like now we've done it, you know, like 30 weeks in a row. And it's a lot of fun. It's on Zoom and uh, we do it every Monday at nine. 
And uh, we should record it as a podcast, but we're all extremely lazy, and we haven't. <laughs> so if you, if you want to come into the Zoom room with us, we often talk to the guests. We unmute them, and we all have fun and talk about shit. It's fun. We should have you on. We should have you on as a guest. We haven't had a guest in a while. I wasn't going to ask, but I would never say no to anything that's involved with you. You know that. All right. Excellent. Well, the next time someone drops out or the next time someone says, let's get a guest, I'm going to be like, I, I got it. Oh, and I'm going to come on with my deep voice, not my normal speaking voice. A lot of people find it off-putting. Um, <laughs> Matt, it is always a pleasure. Everyone, I hope that you enjoyed this little chat. Let us know how you felt and whether or not you thought Family Matters was just referred to as the Steve Urkel show.